This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Wonderful thing about God is that He just doesn't take no for an answer. Now, plenty of people tell God no, you know. And if he had to, he'll find somebody that will say yes, but his, you're always his first choice. Say, I'm God's first choice. So I'll say yes to God. You know, you have to learn to say yes to God. Because the world says no to God, and it's easy just to go with the flow. But you have to learn to be a yes person where God is concerned. Amen. Uh, to live a surrendered life in a rebellious environment and atmosphere um, is quite something. I mean, it, 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 that's not going to happen by osmosis or accident, you know. Uh, you have to be very purposeful in placing our lives before God and saying yes. Yes and amen. All God's promises are yes and amen. You know, God has said yes. He said the amen, so be it. But he needs our agreement on the earth. Yes and amen to his yes and amen. It's not, it, God just can't do anything he wants to do. He's got to have some want to in you. Moving right along. All right. Expect expansions. Uh, we're, uh, this is one, expansions and enlargements is one of, uh, is one of the uh, prophetic words and framework that we're, that we're endeavoring, uh, you know, to uh, live out, pray into, and pray out, and live out this year. Amen. Um, don't worry, God has a plan. He's got it all planned out. You don't have to go all year wondering what to uh, do. How many of you, you know, I don't know. Well, I wonder what's going to happen on June 15th. Well, you know, look, it's February 18th. Are you listening? You know, the best laid plans of mice and men, but honestly, that's a little further than your headlights. And there ain't no point in, in, in just, well, if I just go faster and run a little harder, maybe I can see it. It's going to take as much time to get there, whether you're running 100 miles an hour or you're running uh, 15 miles an hour. Because how many of you know God has set 24 hours in a day? There's X amount of days between February 18th and, uh, two, uh, uh, and June 15th. And ain't gonna, it doesn't matter. You can stay up all night long. I wish I was there, wish I was there, wish I was there. Jesus, put me down there. I wish I heard. You're gonna just do that every night till we get there. Now, the world thinks it can run 24 7 and, it, and it, it gains all this time. Then why is it so far behind? If it's gaining all this time, why is it so far behind? Well, you know, I look at people that got it made. Do they? Do they? The clock's ticking on them. Sugar, we, the clock's been thrown away on us. I'm in forever right now. I'm living eternal life right now. I mean, it's just one breath and heartbeat stepping over into forever. But we're already there. God's real now. The end from the, we're already know what the end is. And it's not the end, it's just the beginning. You got to get a little more heavenly minded to be some more earthly good. I said we need to be a little more heavenly minded so we can be a little bit more earthly good. All right, I'm going to read a scripture to you um, uh, over in Matthew 19th chapter. But before we get there, the word expand means to open out, to stretch out, to make greater in size, increasing, to enlarge upon, to work out, or show the full form of. Now, I believe. That they're uh, one of the things that we are to, uh, the Lord said, expect expansions uh, this year. How many of you know there has to be an expectancy? And an expectancy is something, how an expectancy is created is that God will say a thing. Then our expectancy is from Him. He's saying, I'm going to do this. This is what I'm doing. If you want to live a blessed life, find out what God's doing, get involved with God. You know, many people waste a lot of time religiously just saying, you know, God, I'm doing this. I hope you bless it. I'm praying you bless it. You better bless it. Amen. 
Well, he's not obligated himself to that. He says, if he said, if the kitty's being rubbed the wrong way, let the kitty turn around, and then things will go right. Everything will be smooth, nice, peaceful, no frustration. Life will begin to work like it's supposed to. And, and the good life is it works like it's supposed to. Doesn't mean the absence of problems, but there's peace because the problems uh, have a solution. There's a promise for every one of them. And we're in the business of proving that the promiser, what he promised, is absolutely sure. It's absolutely true. You know, there's some promises, though, that we're going to have to expand our expectation of the time frame. I lost about half of you there because you're still 24-7 and you better hurry up. We ain't got much time left today. I don't have time to listen to all this. I've got to go work stuff out for myself. If I just work another 70 hours a week, I'll have more money. <laughs> and that'll fix all my problems. If you work another 70 hours a week, you're going to be in the hospital and there ain't enough money to cover you. Amen. You know, I mean, unintended consequences are going to get you there. No, you know, if you don't have time for God, you don't, you're not, you, you're not, you, you're wasting the precious time of your life. Amen. Because, because you'll get more done. You'll have length of days. God will make your days longer. You'll get more accomplished, actually get, get more progress happening in your life uh, if you'll slow down and be still, and know His voice, start with God, stay with God, end the day with God, center up with God, your life's going to be a lot better. A lot more life and a lot better life. Your days will be, will, uh, your days will actually be extended where that is concerned. He'll extend the length of your days. Amen. Alright? This living life in the fast lane, and you know, oh, goodness sakes, you know, well, that's the world we live in. It, it may be the world we're in, but it doesn't have to be the one you live in. You and I live in the kingdom. And many of us are waiting. I heard the Lord say this during the, uh, uh, during the um, uh, praise and worship. And that's such a wonderful time in the presence of God to hear from God. Expect to hear from God. You know, don't worry about the beat or the offbeat or about what this one's doing or that one's. Doing close your eyes if you have to, but I mean, you know, you know, God speaks during that time, you know. I mean, I thank God for goosey bumps and the hair standing up on the back of my head, neck and all that other kind of stuff, you know. But I'm a little bit further down the road than just that kind of an emotional feeling. Amen. I can't help but be emotional when I get in the presence of God. But but that's the the how I know. God and the kingdom is not with an outward observation. The kingdom does not come with an outward observation. What the, the religious people of the day were telling Jesus, saying, okay, you're preaching this kingdom. Show us a sign that that kingdom is here. And he said, it doesn't come from the outside. He goes, the expansion of the kingdom of God is within you. God being who God is isn't going to be God being bigger on the outside. It's going to be God being bigger on the inside. The expansion is... He, and, he, and, he, and he addresses over and over and over again with folks. He goes, where's the capacity for God? Where's the measure in your life for more of God? Because that's where... The, the expansion is going to come inside of you. Well, if God will just do this or give me that or, the, or, you know, all of these outward things, then that will prove that God's word is true. <laughs> God's word is true. And that's the basis. Are you listening? The proof is after the fact. The proof is is what follows the believing of the word. Let's go over here to... Uh, there's one of the expansions. I, I believe this strongly. Let's go to Mark 9th chapter. Is, uh, is, is there are... Let me qualify this. The kingdom is so 
grand, so great. It's, your part in the kingdom is beyond what you can measure with just your natural understanding. No way. You can't stand here where you are right now and see the broad scope of, of what God has planned for your life, how he's going to work in you, work with you, and work through you. I mean, that has to be lived out mercifully one day at a time, little by little, step by step with God. Because it'd be, you know, first of all, it would frighten you off. But second of all, you, we would bring our measure to it and start screwing it up. Just like, you know, I mean, from the get-go, you know. We're not any better than Abraham and Sarah. Well, you know, God ain't doing it, so let's figure out plan B. Plan B it has got real big. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Nations will come of this. Are you listening? And this is what they'll be like. And they are. Yeah. They did and they are. Yeah. Are you listening? Yeah. And they persecuted. Uh, the, the boy persecuted and troubled the promise. And, and, and to this day. Are you listening? So you have no idea how, how big what God has planned for you. He, he promised this. He said, somehow or other, you're in my life in, in Jesus, in Abraham, that the blessing would reach all the families of this earth. Now, a lot of that, some of that's not going to be realized. Some of the reality of that won't hit you and I until after heaven. But I'm going to tell you what about being part of Passion Church here in this family. Uh, and we're just, we're, we're part of the greater family uh, uh, of God. But also, see, you can't just not have any roots anywhere, any, anywhere. You're not some little kid that's a street urchin. Well, just go into, everybody's house is my house. It don't work that way. Well, every church is my church. No, it don't work that way. There's some place you're assigned to. And your honey better be where it's assigned to. You have your assigned ch- church. You're assigned portion in your assigned place. Amen? That's nothing hither nor yon for me. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand in front of God and, and, and for my part and my place. You know, door's going to be open. I'm going to be here Sunday after Sunday. You know, I'm going to invite as many people as I can. I encourage you, live inviting lives. Invite folks here. What, we ha- what God's doing in here is a good thing. You know, and don't say it ain't for everybody. Well, you know, in one sense, that's half a truth. It is for anybody that wants what God is doing, what he's doing here. And there are people, there's, there's a whole lot of room in here for a whole lot of more folks. And they're not going to come in because of some great big outward thing. They're going to come in because the kingdom of God within you expands into your life touching their life. And not just a casual, hello, how you doing? I know you're going to hell, but what's that to me? I'm on my way to heaven. Anyhow, God will work all that out. Oh, oh. And I, you know, and, and I know other places doing wonderful works, all part, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful parts of the body of Christ. Amen. It takes all of us. It takes all of us. Amen. Doing what we're supposed to do. But the only thing that I can be sure of is what I'm doing. Amen. That I'm sure of. That I can stand in front of God and say, now, if folks will do this, folks will hear it and do it and apply it. It'll work for them yes, just like it will, it's working Pastor. for us. Yes, it It'll work for you. It works. You know? I mean, Amen. if it's not working for you, I'm not going to question whether God's word is true. I'm not going to question whether or not we preach the word to you. Because I don't understand. I'm working it. And if you'll do what we tell you, it'll work for you. Work. Amen. Yes, it Amen. will. And I'm past the point of saying, you know, well, how's that working out for you? That's not good enough, isn't that right? But sometimes you have to wait till it ain't working out for you in order for us to say, how's that working out for you? And if you don't like it, then do what we do. Let's make an adjustment here. Amen. Amen. Are you listening? Well, it's a simple matter. Uh, You know, most of my life, the successes in my life, it just, I keep showing up. I get tripped up, I fall down, but I keep showing up. Amen. Sunday, are permanently marked off on the calendar for my life. They're not temporary. They're not subject to debate. Not temporary. It's a permanent place for me. The Word of God is permanent in my place. We've got to move the marker from this temporary 
this temporariness into permanent things. There's no negotiation where the Word of God is concerned. It's permanent in my life. Prayer is permanent in my life. Doing the Word that He tells me to do is permanent in my life. Giving to permanent, witnessing, permanent in my life. It's non-negotiable. It's a permanent thing. Everything else will change. It's subject to change because it's only temporary. But I'm looking at what is permanent. Period. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, now listen, if you want that for your life, you've got to be around folks where that's how it is. Are you listening? We're not handing out sandbags for the latest flood. Sugar, we're building a brick wall, a rock wall, that the floods may rise, the tide may come, but here we stand. We'll be standing here a million years from now. The Word of God is the Word of God. The Holy Ghost is going to have His way. We're going to get in front of God and pray and live in His presence every day. Are you listening? And when you look, when the storm is over, the wicked will be washed away, the dust will be settled, but I'll still be here because there's some permanent things. Amen. The marker has moved Thank you, Jesus. From, a, uh, from a man that couldn't finish nothing, never finished anything. Are you listening? That was, the, that was you want to know, oh, Bruce, oh, he don't finish nothing. He starts, but he don't finish nothing. I'm a finisher. The author, who listen, the one that's writing the script for my life, he's a starter. He's a, he's a developer. And he's a finisher. I'll tell you, rode around, Roger, in the highway about almost four years ago. And I knew that a line had been drawn in the sand. The 19th day of a 21-day fast, we had a tangle. Are you listening? And somebody was going to win and somebody was going to lose. And almost four years later, I will not let go. I could not let go. Are you listening? And I'm about to, we're about to finish this thing. But four years later, are you listening? You'll answer for it. I'm not going to let this, you, you are not going to get away with it. Will not go unanswered. My answer is, I'm coming. You should have won. You should have won. You could have, but you can't. So now it's my turn. Let me read you a scripture. Amen. I'm not going to be unkind and, and call you pitiful. But I'm going to tell you what. If you're not powerful, that's all you got left. And I'm going to tell you something in this day and where there needs to be some people in life. The... There are horrible things that happen. There needs to be somebody that is full of the Holy Ghost that declares not here, not ever, not now, not ever on my watch. There needs to be perimeters set up that are more than electronic. Are you listening for firearms and stuff like that? There needs to be a perimeter of the power and the presence and the words of the living God for what the church allows will be allowed and what the church doesn't allow will not be Somebody needs to rise up and walk in a ruling and a reigning in life. And if we're not interested in that, then just stay like you are and say, oh, too bad. But honey, it will come to visit you. You have got to make up your mind. This will not go unanswered. The answer's in God. The answer's in more of God, not less of God. The answer's in put God back in front in prayer in school, not behind of what the devil does, but in front of what the devil never will do. That. Somebody ought to help me preach a sermon in this house. God Almighty, what is happening in our world when we got the kingdom of God? We're with the finger of God. The devil gets put on the run. With the word, a devil is cast out. With the word and a touch of a hand, a fever diminishes, disappears. Blind eyes are open. Death is where is the church of the living God? We need to get a little bigger on the inside instead of all this pushing on and and making us so small. That's not who we are at all. Hallelujah.
And one of the throng replied to him, Teacher, I brought my son to you, for he has a dumb spirit. And whenever it lays hold of him so as to make him its own, think about this. Even some of the world says this is just pure evil. But they have no idea how to control it. No idea how to destroy it. And this is what it does. It, 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 it lays hold of. He laid hold of my son so as to make him its own. It dashes him down and convulses him. And he foams at the mouth and grinds the teeth. And he falls into a motionless stupor and is wasting away. And I asked your disciples to drive it out and they were not able to do it. Now look at Jesus answering this. He, he answered and he said, Oh unbelieving generation without any faith. How long do I shall I have to do with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. So they brought the boy to him, and when the spirit saw him, saw Jesus, it at once completely convulsed the boy. And he fell to the ground and kept rolling about, foaming at the mouth. And Jesus asked his father, how long has he had this? And he answered, from the time he was a little boy. And it has often thrown him both into the fire and into water, intending to kill him. But if you can do anything, have pity on us and help us. And Jesus said, you say to me if I can do anything. See, this is, this is the question here. Are you listening? This, it's the world's question to the church. They, 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 they come to the church and we can't do nothing for them. Except make them feel bad or feel good about their situation temporarily. <clears throat> and Jesus said this. He said, you say to me if I can do anything. Why all things can be are possible to him that believes. All things are possible. All kingdom things are possible uh, to him that believes. Amen. Thank you, Roger. And, and we're believers, aren't we? Are we believers? Amen. And the man cried out and he said, look at what he said here. At once... The, boy, the father of the boy gave an eager, piercing, inarticulate cry with tears. And he said, Lord, I believe. Constantly help my weakness of faith. We need to be in this constant help with God for our weakness of faith. Remember Jesus said he couldn't do anything because of their unbelief. No mighty works. Just do a few things, but no mighty works because of their unbelief. Where's the believing? Well, I'm going to tell you what now. Faith comes by hearing. And not by hearing, well, you never know what God can do. That's just too bad. The devil, 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 the devil. Know all about the devil, know hardly nothing about God who sent Jesus to destroy the works of the devil. Are you listening? God the government ought to do something. Help me not to cuss, Jesus. You are the ruling political party because you are the ruling and reigning sons and daughters of the king and his government, the increase of his government, there shall be no end except it's limited because we're looking at the government doing something from the outside and the government is on the inside. Amen. And when we say in the name of Jesus, all of the kingdom, both in heaven and on earth, moves at the name of of Jesus, for there is no other name by which men may be saved. I'm going to tell you what, when you're in a death throw tangle, I heard a woman say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And are you listening? And I woke up on this side, not on the other side, because of the name made the difference between life and death. The name, are you listening? Not what, honey? We can look at all the what afterwards, and there's plenty of it, the how and the why. But I'm going to tell you, in the middle of it, you need to know the who. It's the who. Who's going to do something about all this? You. Him inside of you. 
You are the ones that God has called. You are the witnesses of these things. You are who he has called and chosen. And when a yes is there, all the power of heaven and earth has been given to the one in whose name we are called. He said, I give you my name. I put my spirit in you. He's exactly like me. Whatever he tells you, he's taking it directly from me. All you got to do is say, in the name, and devils will move and dead will be raised and diseases and, and, and sicknesses will bow their knee and be driven out. I will work closely with you accompanying the word that you're preaching. But if the word is, oh my Oh no. Oh Lord. Oh Jesus. That's not how he wants his name. That's in vain. When you say, oh Jesus, you say, Jesus! In the name of Jesus, in whose I am and whom I serve, this is what it will be. And it will be done for you. You will declare a thing and it will be established for you. Oh, honey, honey, you got to go someplace where they'll stand you up, where they'll grow you up, where they'll require a little more of you. Well, like this man, we got to realize the pitiful situation we're in is not just us. It's that generation that the devil has laid hold on and will destroy them. Throw them around. Are you listening? Convulse their life and destroy them. Send them to a devil's hell except somebody gets them to Jesus. Unless somebody brings them to Jesus. Unless somebody, we know that we can't do it, but we can bring him to Jesus. We can bring them to Jesus. And you bring them there by prayer in faith before you ever get them in the church house. Before they ever say yes to your invitation. You have talked a long and strong to God and we haven't begged him about their believing we have declared me and my house I walk in where I work in the name of Jesus I declare the kingdom of God is here I declare from this point on what I say trumps everything that has been said I take authority every every word that is against the power against the love against the greatness of this great God from now on kingdom has come and will will be done. The presence of God will permeate this place. The peace and the joy of God. And the devil will manifest and I'll tell him to shut up in the name of Jesus. Sickness and diseases, if they get around me, they're gone. The glory of this is for the glory of God. This problem is for the glory of God. This sickness is for the glory of God. This situation is for the glory of God. Well, I went to church. Bring them to me. Bring them to Jesus. The one that's on the inside of me, church can't help you. But I'm going to tell you, Jesus can. Let's pray a prayer. Let's get in front of God. Let's bear the presence of God. Let's be the representatives of the power and the presence of God. Let's talk about Jesus. Let's show them Jesus. Let's just have nothing from to say except Jesus. I hear the term. I don't know who that is or what that is, but religious runoff. Just religious runoff. God sends a rain and hearts are so hard that it's just religious runoff. I'm going to tell you what now. Glory be to God. God can move in a storm of His Spirit. God can move in. Pastor Ron, come on, help me with this. God can move in a storm. Are you listening? And God can open up the windows of heaven and make it rain on up in here. God can make it flood up on in here. God can make a thing happen. Glory be to God. I don't know about you, but I, I, got my, I started scratching a long time ago. I started scratching around by hand. 
And then I found out just some little spoonfuls of truth. And I took my little spoon. I kept digging a bigger hole to catch the rain of God. Whatever God wants. The living water. Because I knew I couldn't just feel good on Sunday morning, sister. I, I had to have enough to make it through the week. So I, I scooped out me. I scooped me out a little thing. I, I, I started making a little more room. I Go on, play that. I can get I can. I can get some kind of something up in here right now. I'm telling you. Amen. Y'all can help me. Maybe it's time. We've been a little too white. We might need to go black and not come back for today. Amen. Folk that just go black and stay all black, they don't know what they're missing. They need a little vanilla cream every once in a while. And folk that stay white and get too tight, they need. <laughs> Woo! Sometimes they need to go black and don't come back for a while till they understand we're better together. <laughs> I feel a little bit of something. I'm gonna run with it for a while. Amen. Chocolate is my favorite color. I learned to take my... Oh, there were religious people around me. But I, I was so hungry and so thirsty and I realized, I mean, I immediately began to look over and say, God, I don't want to be like them. I'm not saying that, that I'm better than them. I just don't want to be bad like that. I don't want to sit here and it just be religious runoff. I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. I almost went to hell. I almost missed this whole thing. And you're so good. I'm scooping me out a little spot. Amen. And pretty soon, you know, folk would go along in the Sunday school class. And I'd say something. And they'd step right in the middle of my mud puddle and go, Where'd that all come from? What's all this talk about? Speaking in other tongues and more of God. Don't you know we don't believe that around here? We believe in being filled with the Spirit, but we got all we could get when we, when we got in. I said, Honey. Listen, we didn't get all week. You ain't even got hardly anything yet. It's going to take forever. You're going to be swimming in the biggest ocean of the love of God, of the greatness of God, of the goodness of God. But back to my little spoon. Oh, yeah. Then I went down to some folks that were outside of my box, you understand? Because God, when He when He knows you got a want to where it starts with a what, but He'll always send you a who. You know, when you want more, He'll send the who that got more. And when the who that got more, we got in our little prayer closet and our little... I thank God the people I was with would pray now. They knew what to do. But when who showed up, I... I I mean, we got in that prayer meeting and they had something more than I had and I wanted more. And I just said, God, if it's you, I'm going to step on out of this little boat. I'm going to get out in here and I'm going to tell you what now. I mean, went down there to thank God for the church of God. They gave me a shovel. Mm -hmm. And I started digging me a... uh, I started digging me a hole. I mean, I... You know, God can see faith. See, some of you hung your shovel on the wall, forgot where you left your spoon. You just satisfied with a little religious runoff. You're so dry. You're so you're so dry. You don't even thirst no more. You're just so dry. Are you listening? But you know, all week long, Pastor Ron, I get up early in the morning. I go to bed at night, and I'm still shoveling. I mean, I'm still pushing and scooping. Amen. I'm believing God for a bigger excavator. I'm believing God for bulldozers. I'm believing God for some earth-moving, earth-shaking, earth-changing equipment. I want to affect my landscape, man. I thought, you know, a little water. uh, Are you listening? And I'm living with a little pool of water in this wonderful oasis of what God's doing called the King of God within me but I said Lord there needs to be I mean there's a dry place I'm in there needs to be a reality Lord there needs to be a wellspring it needs to be a river amen you know when somebody find a little peephole where it comes coming up out of the ground take your spoon dig it out a little more water will flow Get your shovel, dig it out a little further. A little more water will flow. But don't stop there. Let's believe God for big things. Let's believe God for excavators. You know what an excavator is? 
I mean, it's a big old track shovel with a big old hole on it. Amen. I mean, and let's do some scooping around here. Let's move some earth. Let's move some heaven. Make some more room for heaven and get it down here on the earth in a little greater measure. Amen. Oh, can one man make a difference? Yeah, Jesus did. Yeah. And then he multiplied himself into 11 other guys. And those 11 got 120 together who were there all day. It says in the message, Bible say, they all agreed they were in this for good. It means a little different than just one accord. Kumbaya, Lord. Kumbaya, Lord. Come by here, Lord. Make me feel so good for all by myself. Right here, Lord, No, that wasn't what they're doing. Are you listening? They were, Lord, we're hungry. Lord, we're thirsty. Lord, we ain't got nothing better to do than what you wanted us to do and what you told us to do. Lord, we're in this for good. Lord, we ain't going nowhere. You told us don't go nowhere until we got what you promised us. You told us our lives were going to shake the nations. You told us you were going to give us people for a life. We ain't come this far, Jesus, to turn back now. We're here, God. We're here waiting. We're here. Are you listening, God? And we're raising up our voice. And we're crying for the rain. We don't want just the latter rain. We want the former and the latter. You said this was a new covenant. We want all they got. And we want all we're supposed to have. And together, we're going to do something in the world. Hallelujah. Now that's the kind of people. And those are the kind of prayers. I don't know how you can just sit there. But I'm going to tell you what now. I have a party all by myself. They got spaghetti afterwards. It'll be all right. And I have to help God expand your vision. Expand yourself on the inside. And I'm going to tell you something. You be church all by yourself. Wherever you are, you're it. Wherever you are, somebody ought to know you're there. First of all, God ought to be able to locate you. God knows where you are. God knows what He called you to do. He didn't make no mistake. Lord, they're all heathen. Yeah, but you're not. And everything's going to change you or you're going to change them. Yeah, it's so dark, Lord. Yeah, but you're light. Light the night. Yeah, but I just want to, to have it nice and everybody love me. The only one that hates me is the devil. And those folks just don't know they love me yet. That's all. But they're going to love me when we get done. Because somebody's going to lose and somebody's going to win. Those that sat in darkness are supposed to see a great light. Oh, not a little light, but a great light. This little light of mine, I'm not going to let it shine. Because folk don't like light in their eyes. No, no, no. Ain't got no little light no more. Ain't got no little nothing no more. I've been hung around with God too long and I just feel Him pushing something on the inside of me. I feel something on the inside pushing against what's pushing on me from the outside. And I'm determined. Listen. We're going to let the air out of somebody's balloon, but it ain't going to be this one. Lord, continually help. Help my, help my faith. I need more faith. I need to hear more, not less. When, when trouble comes, learn to trouble your trouble. Creflo Dollar said, learn to trouble your trouble. You got to trouble the trouble. That's when you get double trouble. You understand? How you double it. How you get the double reward like Job. Don't preach about Job in a charismatic church. Because the charisma's addicts don't believe nothing bad will ever happen in their life. But uh, honey, if you're following God, and if and, and are you listening? And God says, have you seen my son? Because he's the real deal. 
He's got something. The devil goes, oh yeah. The only reason he's serving you because everything's good. He ain't got no trouble. Give him a little trouble. Test him just a little bit and he'll curse you to your face. God says, I'll take you up on that. I think there's more to him than that. Amen. Well, is there? See, I've had some times when it was, it was trouble to get to church. It was trouble to stay with church. It was trouble. Are you listening? But I learned uh, that if I, if, I, if I learned to trouble my trouble, that I'd get the double. Oh, I'm in a double year. I'm seeing nothing but double for myself. I don't know about you. You know, I mean, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, Miss Sandy be over there just to get all the ingredients in. she goes it just needs to cook a while we're at the place now all the ingredients are in you 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 done shouted you cried you've been up you've been down you've been high you've been low we've been white we've been black i don't know what else to do maybe it just needs to cook a while i'm gonna tell you what if you're interested in your life making a difference Whatever this territory is that we have here, we got to be, sometimes like Danny Johnson preached, you just got to take control over your own pea patch. Sometimes the stand is for nothing more than for your own life, but I'm going to tell you something now. You know, folks are watching. God's watching. Amen. God has hedged his bet on you. Because he knows he lives on the inside of you. And if you'll just listen to him. Can't tell you, glory how many times I've laid on the floor. Cried till I couldn't cry no more. And said, God, no more. I can't take no more. I quit. And God said, that's all right. It's all right. You quit for tonight. Tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. I said, you don't understand. See, I'm done. God says, not really. I know you want to die, Elijah, but not really. I see you tomorrow. It's tomorrow you're going to get up and realize where else am I going to go? I'm either going to get more of God or settle for this less. Amen? I'm either going to believe God all the way or I'm going to have to live with the less. See, the less for me is, it, see, there's no compromise in some things. This will not go unanswered. And the final answer will be God and me in victory and you in total defeat and destruction, devil. That's going to take that kind of a thing inside of you. That's kingdom. It's going to take that kind of thing in you for your life. It's going to take that kind of thing in, in you for your family. It's going to take that kind of thing in you for this city for the nations of the world. This little scraper scrap that you're in right now. Amen. I had to learn to run with the footman so I could run with the horses. But I'm telling you this a long-eared old mule is a running. Running for my life. Glory to God. Amen. Some of you have been a long time believing for some stuff. You need to be careful it's taken longer and it's been stronger than, than what you thought it would be. See, it's not you're breaking. The devil's trying to break you, but God's trying to make you. Amen. And truth be known, if you keep believing God, the devil wish he had never had it done that because God said, now the final word is you victorious and the devil destroyed. I'll destroy the destroy. It's for somebody today. See, the devil can't help himself. See, he's going to go all the way down into the Red Sea and follow after you. And your deliverance is his destruction. Who am I talking to today? Who am I talking to today? But you know what? You know what? I'm going to tell you if you stand up on the bank and refuse to move forward. If you refuse to move forward with God, even though I'm telling you, I mean, it don't look good. That water could fall at any minute. After all, you know, God's just blowing with one nostril. What if he run out of breath? 
What if God can't finish what God started? What if God can get me, but God can't keep me? What if, what if, what if, what if? Honey, realize the, realize the miracle that you're in the middle of right now. Realize, amen, be a finisher. Insist on the finish that God promised. And what is that? You and God victorious. And the devil down, dead, and done. Destroyed. These enemies you see this day, you take a good look. Because by the time God gets done, you watch. You won't ever see them again. Anybody in this house know what I'm talking about? Are you listening? Hallelujah. Will you need any more preaching? You might need a little more praying. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. You know, there's sometimes in life you just have to make a stand. You don't just sit there anymore. You just have to make a stand. Sometimes when it gets so big on the inside, you just ain't going to take it no more. Are you listening? You just ain't going to sit there and take it no more. So you so you you stand up. But you don't never stand up alone. It's the greater one on the inside of you. Amen. Though a righteous man fall, might fall seven times, might get tripped up, fall seven times, but it says the Lord will lift him up. Some of you have been waiting for your deliverer to come on the outside. When all the time, are you listening? You've been looking for the what? The deliverance. And not realizing that the who, the deliverer, lives on the inside. And it's not what. It's who you need right now. Amen. See, because God looks at you and He says, You know what? Oh, you're a lot better than this. Don't limit me to this. I hear, you know, there'll be dissenting voices. And the Bible says time and time again that Jesus said, ignoring what they said, turned to the one that was believing him and he said, you just keep on believing. All I need from you, all I need from you, I know what they said, but I'm ignoring that. So you should ignore it. I'm telling you, this is what I need from you. I need to know, you still believe in me? She's dead. It ain't finished yet. Is it? I'm telling you, I feel the Holy Ghost in this. Here's Jesus. It ain't finished yet, is it? They said it is, but I'm saying something. It ain't finished yet. You decide. You do the choosing. Well, I'm going to tell you what, if you're anything less than healthy, wealthy, wise, and whole, if you're anything less than people for your life, if you're anything less than victorious and your enemies defeated, your footstool, your footstool, then it ain't over has nothing to do with skinny ladies, fat ladies, or anybody singing. Amen? Till you got the new song. Even praise to our God. Hallelujah. Resurrection power living inside of you. Coming alive, making alive. Dreams destroyed. Dreams seemingly, the voices say, it's dead. It's not finished yet, is it? Because I'm saying, and you need to agree with me, you need to say it too. Say the same thing. All I'm asking you is to stand and say the same thing. Only believe. Only believe.
keep on believing. And we're going to see this thing all the way through. And you know that man, Jairus? Your daughter's dead. Why trouble the master anymore? That echo, every step. He's following Jesus. You know how the devil does? She's dead, she's dead, she's dead, she's dead, she's dead. She's dead. And here's Jesus. Come on, let's go. Come on, nothing's changed. Don't take your faith off the line. And he's not saying nothing. He's just going and says, going to the house. Got there to the house and everybody's crying. She's dead. She's dead. She's dead. She's dead. Jesus said, no, no. She's just sleeping. They laughed him to scorn. See, the devil can't intimidate you one way. He'll try it the other way. Oh, and he'll, and he'll multiply the voices. And it's reasonable. It's reasonable. She's dead. If she was still alive, he could heal her. Maybe God wants to show himself bigger than anybody's ever known. Jesus put them all out. He put all the naysayers, all the death talk, all the negative, he put them all out. I love this. He said, little girl, I say to you, little girl, get up. (laughs) Well, she's dead. She can't get up. Oh, no resurrection life is talking now. The one with whom everything is possible is talking now. And I'm going to tell you something, sugar. There's only one voice that will be the finisher for this life. Just one. Doesn't matter what has happened, doesn't matter what anybody has said or anybody is saying, what matters, what happens next is most important. What's Jesus saying? I'm going to tell you what he's telling every one of them. He's saying, son, daughter, get up. Make a stand. Stand on my Believe me. I'm going to do the impossible with men. I'm going to make things possible. All these things right now that you can't see, but I've got them. I haven't hidden them from you. I've hidden them for you, but I need some faith from you right now. I need some faith from you right now. I need you to ignore Everything that is happening. Everything that's been talking to you. I need you to stay with me. Hallelujah. Who is that here today? You might have come with a what, but I'm telling you your answer is in this who that I'm telling you about right now. No, you don't get to see all of it. I can only imagine. Years passed. A little girl now, a woman. A little community. You know how folks do, they gather. News travels fast, far and wide. There's always that next generation that knew nothing of the previous generation. I can just imagine a knock on the door and she answers the door and there stand some young folks and say, tell her, tell us, is it true? We heard about this Jesus. Never seen him. See, he died on a cross as he was a good man. But we heard 
that you met him. We heard that you're a miracle. Would it matter? Does it matter if we believe God in the face of the most dire and amen impossible situations? I believe it matters beyond us. I believe it matters to the people that will come and ask us, do you know him? Is he real? Oh yeah. He's a healer. He's a deliverer. I thank God I was on a job and a believer told me about this Jesus that could change your life. Thank God that I've been in church after church after church and when I was seeking what God always sent me a who? A believer who believed in Him and believed and experienced Him and in more than I ever could have thought, but I was hungry for one. Pastor, what are you trying to do? He's trying to push the walls that are closing in on you just a little. Sometimes I just feel like a a Samson, you know what I'm saying? Such a God, I feel like such a failure sometimes that I'm not communicating this somehow. What? You know, let's just just push. Push with everything you have. Amen. And bring down that doggone enemy. Let his world come crashing down on top of him. give you an opportunity here today. I know we've been here way, 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 way too long, but what? What a price you paid to dream with God. The devil hates you for it. The devil has done more than harangue and harass. I mean, tell you, the devil literally would kill you because of that dream. Hate you to the degree he'll kill you because you dream with God. I'm going to ask you to only believe today. I know everything might be against you. I'm not diminishing that. You're in church today for a reason. Maybe that reason is just to hear the Lord encourage you and to receive a strengthening from Him. You know, the wonderful thing about Jesus is that when He said to Jairus, only believe, and Jairus said, I will, inside of Him, that it wasn't, Paul said it so well, he goes, we don't live by our own faith. Because we get swept up and carried into this great faith of Jesus. Because Jesus is so with God. And when I'm with Jesus, I'm with God. And all of a sudden, God's voice thunders. Voice of many waters. It's louder, it's stronger than everything else. And it brings a reality. Light comes revelation all of a sudden and all of a sudden it's like that's it that's it i can i will is that thanks for listening to today's podcast we hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by god's word for more information about passion church visit www.mypassion.church